Welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Raj Mantaj. Thanks for joining me. Today, I'm going to be talking about introverts. A lot of highly sensitive people tend to not do so well around bright lights, loud sounds, and large crowds. I know I'm one of them. Especially if you're working at a job and you're staring at a screen all day, dealing with people, going through traffic. For a highly sensitive person, this can be a very difficult challenge. I decided to bring in Emma Lewis, an empath introvert expert. She's also a former air traffic controller. Now I can tell you, being an air traffic controller is not the easiest job. The long hours and concentration can leave you stressed, anybody stressed out. She's also a business mindset coach that's going to give us some good tips on how to deal with all of this stress. She talks about also her own health problems and how she dealt with it. If you're an introvert and a highly sensitive person, definitely tune into this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Welcome to another episode of the On Call Empath. Today we have Emma Lewis, who is a business and mindset coach and a life coach. And we're going to be talking about some very interesting things today about being an introvert and an empath, highly sensitive person. Definitely want to tune in. Emma, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you, Raj. How are you? Good. I'm glad uh, you're on my show. Tell me a little bit about you and uh, what you do. Well, I am an introvert, an empath, and a highly sensitive person, and I run my own business where I'm a business and mindset coach for other entrepreneurs who are also ambitious introverts, empaths, or highly sensitive persons. Um, My background before that was very different. I spent 21 years working in aviation, and 17 years of that, I was an air traffic controller here in London. (laughs) So very stimulating, stressful job, very, very difficult for an empath and a HSP, um, but I loved it nonetheless. But I had a life coach business on the side and decided to transition to that full time. And that transitioned into business coaching. And because of the difficulties that I had found with social media and networking and all the things that us introverts can find a little bit overwhelming at times, I decided to dedicate my business to working with people just like me. Sounds very interesting. You had mentioned that you were a former air traffic control, definitely a stressful, long hours job. Can you um, kind of give us a little, you know, background of what you did and and uh, some of the challenges that you had at that at that position? Yeah, absolutely. So the airspace that I used to control was directly overhead London. And the main airports into London were served by it. It's, I think, the second busiest and most complicated in the world after New York. 
So quite significant wow. piece of airspace. <laughs> and I loved it. And I didn't find the job stressful. So everyone thinks it's really high pressure. And of course, it's very safety critical and you have to concentrate. But I really loved it. I mm-hmm. love the logistics. I love the problem solving. Things that were more challenging were the shift work. As a highly sensitive person, I found the night shifts and transitioning from early mornings to late nights very, very difficult. And also the environment itself is not really set up for introverts. It's very noisy. There are no quiet areas, very little natural light, lots of artificial light, lots of sirens, lots of alarms, constant telephone calls, lots of shouting across the room. So in terms of stimulus, not ideal. And of course, being a empath yourself, an introvert, um, you know, there, there's a lot of listeners out there that, that have had jobs that are very uh, taxing, you know, the lights, the sounds. If you're an introvert, what would you, um, I mean, how, how, what can you say to somebody that's listening that is going through something similar to what you did? And, and, uh, you know, it causes stress in the body, correct? I mean, uh, body and mind are, are pretty much, uh, together. Absolutely. Um, where I worked was a remote site and obviously very secure and we weren't able to go too far from where we operated because we were on call for the whole shift. So even if we got a break, we still had a pager to be called back if we were needed. But what we could do was walk around the building. So you're still nearby. So that's something if the weather was good, I would just get outside, get some natural light. Luckily, there was some nature around there, breathe some fresh air, and just try and have that change of scene to change your state and get out of the electronics and the static and the lights. Yes. And and I just want to point out to my listeners, you know, it's very important that, you know, no matter what you do, if you're working, um, even from home, um, I, I know a lot of people, they, they, they can get burned out and it does affect your health. And it can lead to um, something I believe that we talked about is an introvert, um, like a burnout. Can you, uh, Emma, can you do kind of uh, shed some light on that subject? Yeah, so what we tend to do, I think, is we carry on and don't realize that our nervous system's been affected. So we keep working and we're in the lights or we're looking at screens and then all of a sudden, very suddenly, we just go, oh, I've had enough. I need to switch off now. So I had this about a month ago myself. I'd been online a lot. I was planning a challenge for my group. I'd been spending a lot of time writing emails, designing graphics, etc. And I just had been in front of the screen so much that week and not really gotten outside and taken the break. And then it got to the Saturday and I just could not look at a screen. I was just <laughs> I was just I hear you. so exhausted. <laughs> Yes. And, and the, the main thing that, that, I mean, for me personally, is sometimes I'll, I'll look at the screen for hours or I'll be on my phone. Um, and it does start to affect my body and I can feel like actual pain. So I think what you said has a lot of value is that you have to de-stress somehow, whether you go outside, sunlight, breathing, uh, meditating, even journaling. Um, I know that's helped for me. Um, but as a coach and and your clients, do you, do you uh, what are some of the things that they, you know, come to you with, and what do you help them with? 
So really the main thing that I help them with is overwhelm because the way we process things as introverts, we tend to internalize things and we can think quite deeply and we like to do a lot of research and we like to be prepared. But that just means we're taking in more and more information, which can lead to this paralysis by analysis. <laughs> and quite often people come to me and they're kind of stuck in a loop because they, they've got the ambition, they've got the vision, they know what they want to achieve. But when it comes to actually executing it, they just feel completely stuck. So yeah. definitely what we're talking about there with screen time and managing our energy. Um, so I look at how they're working overall, what they want to achieve in their business, how much time they're spending on certain tasks and balancing that really with honoring their introversion and making sure that they're not burning themselves out. Correct. And and I know you you mentioned, I mean, you're the expert in introversion. So can you explain, can you be both? Can you sometimes be an ent- um, like an extrovert and then, and then switch to an introvert? Or is it our surroundings, uh, the people that are in our environment? Do you think it's a mix of both or can you be one or the other? I think that you've got the capacity to do both. So if we think of this, it's a scale. So at one end, you've got someone that's 100% extroverted. And at the other end, you've got someone that's 100% introverted. So you can be anything in between. For me, I'm 86% introverted. But someone who was, say, 49% or 51%, that's going to be quite a different balance. So... What I would say is I'm quite outgoing. I still like to socialize with people, but I need as much downtime probably as I do socializing time. So if I go out for the evening, then probably the next day, I'm going to want to spend a lot of time alone. Someone that's closer to the middle of the scale, Mm -hmm. that might not be so prevalent. I had a client who does a lot of speaking and she is somewhere in the middle. She classes as an ambivert. And Mm -hmm. she does not mind public speaking whatsoever, but to prepare for it, she likes to be on her own and read a book and really switch off. She doesn't want to be in the room with other people chatting away beforehand. So I think that everyone's got the potential to have parts of both in them. It's just recognizing where your strengths are and recognizing when you need to honor the rest. I mean, most of of the listeners are either uh, highly sensitive or empaths that are tuning in. Um, is there a way to measure on a test, like you were saying, 49% and, and all this? How do you measure yourself? Is there a way to do that or do you have to go somewhere to get that done? So I get my clients before we start working together to do a free test online that's really comprehensive. It's at 16personalities.com. So it's one six personalities. And it's based on the Myers-Briggs framework. So it's, they answer a few questions. I think it takes like 10 to 15 minutes um, and it's scarily accurate, but it's so interesting because for me, I want to know what my clients are before they come to me because I can start to understand how they think and what kind of plans they'll put into action and how they want to be coached. And a lot of them come to me and say, oh, I didn't realize I was so introverted. And I've even had people previously that didn't think they were introverts. They've taken the test and they're like, oh, I really am. And coming, coming back to what you said about can it you know be affected by your environment, et cetera. I've had people work with me that used to be in corporate environments that they hated. And they've taken these tests and been more extrovert. And when they've started their own business and removed themselves from that environment, they've suddenly found that their introversion has increased, whether it's the true expression of themselves being allowed to come out 
Another theory is that as we get older, we don't feel like we have to comply to social norms in the same way. So maybe doing the test when you're younger, you'll be like, yeah, I like to go out. I like to do this. As you get older, maybe you understand yourself a little and you're like, actually, no, I like to stay in on my own. <laughs> and that's that's a very good point. And especially being a business mind coach, I think it's vital that, um, you know, you you. it seems like you've been it through yourself Um and you understand that every client that does come to you, you want to know exactly everything about them um, on a scale, of, you know, knowing them on a scale where they are and where they fall. But um, as far as you, you have had uh, health issues and chronic uh, fatigue and autoimmune yourself. Um, can you talk about that and how you kind of got over all of that? Yeah, that was something that I suffered with around 10 years ago. I just got a strange collection of health problems like digestive issues and then I started to have some skin issues some sleep problems fatigue weight gain and it didn't make any sense because I wasn't doing anything any different than I had previously and it mm -hmm. took about 18 months of different tests to get diagnosed as autoimmune and my triggers were dairy and gluten and this is actually quite common especially in highly sensitive people to be quite intolerant to certain foods so as soon as I realized that diagnosis and reduced those from my diet, I had massive, massive increase in energy and everything stabilized. Mm -hmm. But then I really started to look more about how our environment affects our health. So things like artificial light and wearing blue blocker glasses before bed, reducing screen time, making the room as dark as I could to sleep in. And all of this was really an education in how to protect my nervous system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and one thing I want to point out with what you just said, and this is for the listeners out there, you know, what you put in your body and what your environment is, whether you're extrovert or introvert, it's going to affect you and how your performance is on whatever type of business you are in. So just like Emma said, I mean, she's been through it herself and she's a coach. So she's helping people and she's been through it herself. So I, I think that's, that's very important, especially when you're, when you have you know, your clients like you do, you're helping them, uh, you know, coaching them. So with that said, um, there's a lot of people that are stuck at home, you know, in quarantine, and uh, they're not really sure where to go and where to start. And, you know, a lot of them do want to start a business, but they just they don't know where to go. And they're they're facing this quarantine and they're isolated. Is there something that you can um kind of shed light on that and how to kind of get out of that rut? I think the first thing to remember with starting any business is that you need to be passionate about what you're doing. So what I would recommend them to do is make a list about what they're really passionate about. What things do they really care about? Then make a list of their experiences. So whether that's experiences from a corporate job or experiences that they've been through a health issue or a relationship issue or trauma, and then really look at where this overlaps and see where their natural talents fall within that. So if you're looking at what you're passionate about, if you're looking at what you have the experience of doing, and then also what you're naturally talented at, you should be able to pinpoint where you should be positioning your business. And as far as jobs, careers goes, I mean, for myself, I, I don't like being in an office with lights and, you know, around people. 
for an introvert that's listening right now on this show, um, is there any type of certain types of jobs or something that they can gravitate towards that would kind of keep their peace and um, that you can recommend? Or is that just based on the individual? I think is very much to the individual and dependent how many hours per week they're working. So for instance, someone could be doing more freelance or part-time work that's in quite an extroverted environment or an office with lights. But actually, if it's only a few days a week or a few hours a day, they may well be able to temper that by the time that they spend away from it. If they're chained to a desk for 60 hours a week in that kind of environment, (laughs) it's probably going to be quite different. So I think really just making sure that they've got the ability to balance it with getting outside or getting plenty of rest. Does it disrupt their sleep schedule? Have they got access to good food, like you say, to stay hydrated, to see some natural light, to get outdoors? Because ultimately, if you really love the role, but the environment's not perfect, you can probably offset that by making really, really good choices outside of work. If you don't love the role, the environment's bad, and you're not looking after yourself outside, that's where the trouble's going to be. Yes, very well said. Um, So just to kind of finally wrap up here, um, if you can go back in time and you know, you know, and everything that you've known up to now, you know, helping clients, everything that you learned about being an introvert, what, what would one thing that you can, you can say that you've learned that you can share with all the highly sensitive people and empaths that are listening out there? I think the one thing I would say is when I didn't really realize what introversion was, I always knew that I needed rest after events or after I had quite a stressful period. And sometimes I didn't schedule that in because I didn't understand the need for it until afterwards. So what I would say to myself going back now is, okay, you've got a lot on this week. Don't book anything on Sunday. Keep that day to yourself. Because I quite I find that I used to plan a lot. I would see an empty day in my calendar and be like, yeah, I can do that. I can meet that person for coffee or I can schedule this call. And suddenly I didn't have a full day to myself. So I think really just planning ahead and honoring that space and that rest time that you're going to need to decompress and making sure that that is scheduled in because that is as important as everything else that you're doing, if not more. Very well said, Emma. Like I, I really enjoy the work in your, in your Instagram. You have a lot of great content. Um, How can my viewers actually reach out and find you? So probably Instagram is the best place, and that's at Emma Lou Parks, which is P-A-R-K-E-S. And also at my website, which is emmalouiseparks.com. Take care of your body. Make sure you know what you're putting into it. Make sure your environment is you know sufficient and you get enough rest. All that plays a role, whether you have a business or a family. It's all critical in functioning uh, on your optimal levels. Emma, thank you so much for being here today. I'll definitely hope to talk to you soon. Um, So thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Raj. All right. Well, if you guys could please uh, rate this on uh, Apple iTunes and, uh, you know, feel free to check out my Facebook uh, site on Call Empath. It would help me out a lot. Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for the next episode. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.